Welcome to A Cup of Joe with Joe. My name is Joanne Meredith, and I will be here each and every week to help you take a moment to breathe in, hear perspectives on careers, life, and many other important tips from some pretty incredible men and women that I get to work with every day. Let me introduce myself first. I'm from the Northeast, and I grew up in New Jersey. My background is corporate pharma, and I've always had a love for science, and helping people is true to my nature. So working in clinical development for over 18 years was an amazing opportunity for me. Seven years ago, I started an additional virtual business alongside my corporate career to create financial diversification and plan what was next for me. Now I have a global business in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and soon to be Japan, and in this Cup of Joe with Joe, I'll be sharing my journey along with the journeys of all the incredible professionals I work with to help you plan for what's next for you. Hi, everyone. It's Joanne Meredith. Welcome back to A Cup of Joe with Joe. I kind of had chills right now. This is the last podcast of 2020. And I'm super excited to not only do the podcast today because I have a very, very special guest who I'm going to be introducing in a second, (laughs) but I'm also excited because I'm going to be introducing the new way I'm going to be doing the podcast into 2020. So thank you to all the listeners that have listened so far. Wait until you see what is coming next. So just intro it a little bit. When people have listened to the podcast and A Cup of Joe with Joe over the past year, they've continuously told me their favorite part was everyone's stories. And, you know, that really was the beginning part of all the podcasts. And so going into 2021, I'm going to be really diving into all the stories of the amazing leaders I work with, the great stories that we share with working full time, working our busy lives, working our virtual businesses, all the great things that we want to share around what we do every day. So I think it's going to be really fun to listen to. Um, But I'm going to start off with first my story and the story of us. So I have here today my husband, Rob. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So I'm super excited. And it was so funny when I asked him, like, will you do a podcast with me? He's like, what? But (laughs) I just, I'm super excited because he really has been, you have been. He's been such a great support to me over the years, professionally, personally. He always helps me go to the next level in everything I do. So I think that it's really a great thing for us to be able to share our story with our businesses and even my story and how it's evolved. So I'm going to be interviewing him today. <laughs> so, okay, Rob, I want to ask you, my first question for you is, okay. let's go back eight years because I've been with Rodan and Fields for eight mm-hmm. years now. So eight years ago, what was our life like? Corporate crazy. Right, you're waking up before the crack of dawn every day to get us ready, to get the kids ready. Long drive down 95, drop the kids off at daycare, put in ridiculous hours at the office. Then after dark, pick the kids back up to daycare, somehow find time to eat, come home, play with the kids and start over, right? It was kind of a endless grind, that corporate grind that, uh, I paid the bills, but it wasn't, I don't know if it was really living. It was just kind of doing what everyone tells us we were supposed to do. Yeah. I remember you used to say to me, we're like passing ships. Yeah. Sometimes it felt that way, didn't it? Yeah. And we used to dream. Remember? We used to, we, we used to just, you know, we used to dream about <laughs> opening a shopping center together. So crazy. In traffic. <laughs> we would be driving and saying, what can we do? What can we do to be we our own open bosses? a brick oven pizza restaurant. Yeah. And it just, it seemed so risky. And yeah. it was, it would, as quickly as we would talk about it, 
the and idea would go. get fizzled yeah, because there's go. just no way. We work too hard. He and I are very, we're very conservative. We're savers. Um, and so, and we're hard workers and we just would never want to risk everything we've worked for. So, you know, I, I just thinking about that, gosh, life has really changed. And that leads me into the next question, which is perfect. So, okay. So what was I like eight years ago and how do you think that I've changed personally and professional? Because eight years ago I was working my corporate job, just like you said, and then I added Rodana Fields alongside of it. So I was doing both eight years ago. Yeah, I, I remember when you came home and said that uh, Sarah talked to you about this opportunity and I was like, it's a hard no, absolutely not. <laughs> Our lives are already at 110% full. There's no way we could do something else. And, and I think that was just a response to just being overwhelmed by the grind and you know cups being all the way to the tippy top full. And you know who you were eight years ago, you were you were Joanne. You're all, and you're always you. Like who you are, your DNA is it just shines through in everything you do. But you, 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 the parts of just couldn't shine. Like you were giving so much to work um, that you know the parts of you that really wanted to spend time with people, wanted to spend time with your family, with your friends. Those things were always taking a back seat to always having to commit to a a schedule and deliverables and all these things associated with work. And, you know, we did it because, because that's what we were supposed to do. And, and you, again, we're conservative people, you know, we want to make sure we can provide for our families and we'll sacrifice anything to make sure that we're, we're, we and our kids are, we're going to be okay. Um, but you know, eight years ago you were, you were, you were Joanne, but you were Joanne with, you know, with this like filter on you that stopped you from shining as bright as you could be because you were giving so much yourself to a, to a job that was a good job and it's a really good job, but you know, it just, it wasn't your magnetic North pole and you can always see that you were just a little out of, out of shift, out of of phase with that job. Yeah. Yeah. And I always relate to people when I hear people say, Oh, I, I, I'm a yes person. I'm a yes person. Even though my plate is full, I still say yes. And I was that person. I said yes to everything. I, I still really am that yes person. But what's interesting is that as I've added my Rodan and Fields business, my plate became less full. Emotionally and mentally, I was able to do things that actually were better for me and actually were good for me. And, um, you know, I I think sometimes when I think about, remember how we used to be on on I-95 all the time? (laughs) And I always felt like life was like that blur of traffic just going by. And that's all we could see was what was right in front of us. And as I began to build my business and be able to feel like I was starting to open my eyes and see color and see that there were actually things all around us, things that I actually could do. It, it really, this business has changed my life that I feel that I do, I do feel like I kind of shine a little brighter. I do. Right? Well, <laughs> well you know, it's, I, this doesn't apply to everybody, right? But when you think about a job where you, you wake up 90 minutes early to get dressed, to commute down an interstate, to work in a, in a, in a grinded out job just to come home and, you know, clean the dishes, get to bed and do it again. Not that life is meaningless, but you lose the opportunity for a more meaningful life when you do that. And, you know, some people just love their jobs and, and God bless those who do. But for, for, I think for us, we were both in jobs that, again, were great jobs. People would love to have those jobs, but they it took something away from us. Mm-hmm. It, it gave us something. It gave us a good salary. It gave us security. But it took something away from us. And it's hard, hard to quantify what that is. But there's something about 
you know, losing some, some meaning to your life when you're just doing things that aren't special. Yeah. And I think I appreciated that I was looking for something more. And when you said no for me during Rodan and Fields, it was something that I could add <laughs> and do anyway. And it really didn't impact us other than, you know, it was something I kind of ran around. Like I was at my day, the flexibility on my commute to work or maybe right before I went to bed. And, and it was a matter of, I am really good at taking care of people. Like that's like my sweet spot. I'm, I, I remember like uh, in, in, in corporate pharma, I was uh, working collaboratively was my, my best leadership leadership skill set because I'm so good with bringing people together and literally doing the best job ever. And so my Rodan and Fields business, the fact that I get to take care of people, the way, the way I get to help people take better care of their skin, yeah. it's, it just became a natural thing for me. Plus I'm Italian, which that's kind of that lends itself. I like to take care of people. But I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're helping people take care of their soul as well. You've created relationships with people that are deeper than just being a business partner. I mean, you have so you have such a, a strong professional network of people that you work with. And that as as much financial security as it brings in, that type of role you created feeds the soul as well. And that's so important. Yeah. And, I'm and by happy. the way, the fact that you said that you are a yes person, the fact that I remember I said no to you joining Rodan. Yeah, yeah. You said yes anyways. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's another data point that you are a yes person. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I love Mondays. We always talk about oh, that. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> She's like, I love Mondays. Everyone hates Mondays. You love Mondays. Yes, yeah, it really is. I mean, it, this year has been a little challenging now that I'm the homeschool mom. But again, this business has, a, has really lended itself to let me flex even more. Um, so I had to add something hard to my plate to help support our kids. But I still love my business and I love what I do. Well, you were able to do it, right? The, the fact that you had flexibility in your career gave the opportunity to be the stay-at-home mom the teacher, the things that you needed to be this year because the kids needed you. And if we were both in corporate America, I know they give us tons of flexibility, but not that much, yeah. right? Not not what our kids needed this year. And you were able to do it. I, I couldn't do it. I was still tied to my desk doing my job. But you found the time, the way to, to run a thriving business as well as be an excellent parent, teacher, mother, everything that you need to be. Well, thank you. Oh, you're thank welcome. You. No, thank you. Good Lord. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. All right. So now on to business strategy. Yeah. So you are the CEO of not one, but two companies. Yes. So I, I always, I always tap into your business sense and your strategy. And I really respect everything you think about, honestly, about everything I do. Um, so you, and you've told me in the past, you know, I don't care whatever you're selling. It could be a number one diaper. If you're selling a number one product, that is the way to go. Um, so what is your perspective on me having a virtual business on a virtual platform? I mean, we, I've been working virtually even before everybody else was, but, um, and then also Rodan and Fields being number one yeah, well, in all of North America. So, I mean, there's just two things there. I mean, I'm, I'm envious on the fact that you can run a business that earns what it earns with, with the minimalist risk that you take for me, payroll's a half million dollars a month, right? And you know, whether or not I sell what I sell at the office, that money is coming out of our checking account no matter what. So it's a tremendous amount of risk that we take just in payroll and office space and things that we do to run our company. Uh, you have the ability to generate the revenue you generate without having inventory, without having office space, without having to do those things that, that my companies need for me. I think that in itself, the fact that you can start you know a business on, on such a, a a modest level investment and maintain yeah. it's only $75 it. Yeah, maintain it. Right. That's, that's negligible. Yeah. 
my tax accountant doesn't even want to see that receipt, right? <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I think the fact that you can do that is, is so compelling to me because people want to take a risk. I know so many people who want to, to start their own business and, mm-hmm. and, and own their own destinies, but the cost of entering, uh, you know, that type, uh, any type of do-it-your-own business is often too high for people and it's too yeah. much risk for them to take on. And, and yours, it's incredible that you can do it. I remember when I started my first company, I mean, I don't think it took a pay, a, a, I didn't take a, a paycheck for like six months and yeah. then, all the money we had to put into it to get it going, you know. Thank God. And the only reason I did it is because you were still, you know, generating your your full time job at the old place, and then you had this Rodan and Fields, which was almost making up for me taking the risk that I was taking. Yeah. Um, it, it's it was a it was a unique experience. But what I see is that it's applicable to anyone who's looking to start a business with little with absolutely little risk. I think the other thing that you have going for you is that. You know, anytime you're running a business and you're the number one product in that space, it just makes your job so much easier, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I always think that you know, every, everyone in a business, you've got to sell something, and, and um, you know, whether you're selling your concepts, your ideas, products, whatever it winds up being, you know, a business has to generate revenue that comes from selling things. And um, and what you do is, I find that you don't sell anything. You talk to people, you educate them on what you know the best products are in the market, and how they can help them. And they make the smart decisions to buy themselves. So I, I think you've done the, the best thing you do. You've aligned yourself to the number one product in the market, and you've you've adopted a strategy that doesn't actually have that kind of that that negative connotation of sales behind it. Because you're you're just talking to people, saying, "Hey, you got this issue? Let me tell you about something that can help it." No hard selling, no pressuring. No. Actually, you're giving away samples. Like you're yeah. giving away. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't think I could do it if I felt bad no, about it. No one wants it. It's, <laughs> it's cre- selling. Selling is, is creepy. It's where I mean, there's some excellent salespeople out there to take nothing away from them because there are some absolutely brilliant people who know how to communicate value proposition, um, and that's world class selling. And what I find for you is when you're standing behind the number one product. Boy, it just, it's just a lot easier to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love what I do. Okay, on to the last question that I have for you. So the best part is, I always share, sometimes people say to me, like, what do you like about Rodan and Fields? And for me, the best part is truly the flexibility, the virtual nature, the, feel, the feeling that I get to wake up every day and choose what I'm going to do. That is priceless to me. Um, but what do you think the best part has been for you and our family with me working my business with Rodana Fields? Well, you know, <laughs> we don't have enough time to go through all of that. <laughs> if I had to pick one thing, this might, might be a little surprising to you. Um, you make such a strong contribution to our home. The flexibility helps you, um, you know, take care of our kids, particularly this year when they need you the most. But what I like best about what you're doing is who it's, who it's enabled you to be. And it's enabling you to be your true self. But years ago, I never saw your true self. Your true self is someone that that puts people first, someone that, that is genuine and caring. And I watched this spark in you, this 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 growing leadership spark, where in the past, you know, you had a great job and you did a great job at it. But here you're you're an entrepreneur, you're a leader, you're a friend, you're uh, you're everything, and I'm watching. I'm watching you grow into your best self, and it'd be easy to say, "Oh, I love the paychecks you bring home." But what I really love is seeing the person you've become, that you've grown into. It's your real self. I know this is who you are, and I, I love seeing you. I love you, right? And when I get to see you be the best you, I think that's the best part of it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I could have taken an easier approach. <laughs> I, I think that's what I like most about what you do. Yeah, Thank you. Sure. 
Well, thank you. Thank you, and thank you for answering all of Do my questions. Do I get questions. to ask you a question? Yes, yes. You can ask me a question. Go so, yeah. all right. So, th- this, pod- th- no, this podcast started with... <laughs> hey, it's only fair. I get to ask you a question. This podcast started with, you know, where were we at eight years ago? And I guess it's, the more important question is, where do you see yourself eight years from now? What, what are we doing next? What's, what's, what's teed up for the next eight years? Yeah. Wow. Um... So I think what I love about that, I mean, we gosh, corporate America, every time you sat down for like your performance, it was like, what's your five-year plan? What's your five-year plan? Well, I love the fact that if you say eight-year plan, the eight-year plan is going to be about everything that makes us happy. I like that. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it really is. It's, you don't need to answer yeah. anymore. You're speaking stop. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not about, it's not about the grind. It's about what are we going to do to personally and professionally develop in the best way that's going to make us happy and that's going to fill our cups. And I feel like having this flexibility and having, like, I'm even thinking, I actually, I haven't told you this yet. I've even been thinking about like, what are the classes I'm going to take? Like, I want to keep growing. I just turned 47. My birthday was just a couple of days ago. Happy birthday. Um, And I love that there's no ceiling for me. There's absolutely no ceiling. Like I can feel it in my belly that that I am just going to tear it up. The best is yet to be. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. All right. The story of us. So thank you to everyone. This is just a taste of what's coming in the podcast in 2021. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, for for being here with me today and for kicking off, for closing the year 2020 and for kicking off 2020-21 with Cup of Joe with Joe. And um, thank you to your listeners and thank you to everybody. And here's to to what's next. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Tune in next week to see what's brewing with our next Cup of Joe with Joe.